outside. Jeff Smith, he didn't get there. Fumbles the football. Oklahoma takes over. Keegan, what was high school like for you? At North. Which North? Edmund. The North Pole? I was at Edmund. Edmund North. Mm-hmm. I thought you were at Cashin or... I went to Edmund for two years. I was at Edmund North for two years. So you you went in the transfer portal? I did, yes. Did you announce on Twitter that I have put my name in the transfer portal and you wound up at Edmund North? No, I wound it up at Cashin from there. Oh. Correct. So I definitely tweeted something out. I was like, going to miss my, my homies. At the time, this wasn't 9,000 followers, Keegan. This was like 300 followers, Keegan. This was pissing everyone in Edmond off, Keegan, yeah. All the oh. high school kids, especially baseball. What went into your decision? Was it just a lack of playing time? Was it <laughs> uh, just a culture fit? Like, what are we talking about? I mean, about? you gotta you got to think about that. I mean, you, you know this. You're at a, If you go to a big school, I mean, I was pretty much pressured into quitting playing basketball. <laughs> like, like you're you're not going to go to college, like, ball, ball. Like, you have a shot at baseball, so, like, go play baseball. And it's like, no, like, I love playing basketball. It's one of my pure joys. I actually loved playing basketball more than I loved playing baseball for a while. Were you a three? <laughs> when I went out to Cashin, I actually, we went real small, and I was playing five oh, you, for there for a little bit. Were you bit. stretching the floor? I was. That's what I did. Correct. Right, there you go. That's what you got to do. Yeah, you know what? And what's funny is, is that every, people give me a still give me a bunch of shit for it but yeah that's all I did I literally took nothing but threes I took a 144 threes my senior year and I took 34 two-point attempts uh, I mean that's just that's just modern basketball I was a, as, as always I'm innovative and ahead of the game yeah on the cutting edge I mean the cash and message boards were probably saying like amnesty Keegan no they, they were probably saying let's get this shithead out of here oh welcome to inside OU everybody how are y'all doing thank you so much tuning in we are back here at vanessa house uh, were we here last week keegan or did we no we didn't do this last week because i was getting my tattoo and i totally forgot that i had it scheduled for thursday at five or six and so that mm-hmm. was my bad so that's why you all got to listen to snippets from our through the keyhole week that was last week i think we did our tuesday pod on wednesday because i was tired and then you did a, you were a busy little bee last week and you did uh some interviews we got those out uh, for everybody's viewing or listening pleasure on Through the Keyhole, patreon.com slash through the keyhole helps us out. We'd greatly appreciate it. But hopefully you all enjoyed that on Saturday. And, yeah, we're back. Uh, regularly scheduled programming at Vanessa House where the beer flows like wine. Uh, the sun is beaming directly into me. But that's because we're outside. Inside is well-conditioned and shaded. They're about to play Bingo Bango Songo at 645. They start at 7 every Thursday. It's a lot of fun. Mondays, they've got happy hour on 401k. Uh, Tuesdays, not next Tuesday, but I'm going to start hosting trivia night. Nice. Hell yeah. Trivia, trivia, trivia. I'm going to use all that history knowledge that's just sitting, marinating in my brain and put that to good use. You know, it's one of those unique things. You would be really good at hosting, emceeing, hosting, trivia. I don't know if that would surprise people, but you would be really good at it. As long as I can be like mean to people, like like shame. Do you have them. to be sober to do it? Do I have to be sober? To yes, do it? like your own personal preference. Oh, or would you prefer to be I a little w- buzzed up? I would prefer to not sound like an idiot. Which is, I mean, that's as everyone that listens to this knows that. Oh, that's good luck with that one, you asshole. But we we will soldier on. So Wednesdays karaoke uh, around six or seven o'clock. That's a lot of fun. Thursdays, of course, 
Bingo Bango Saga. Friday and Saturdays, you can see me bartending here and Sundays, and they we usually have a food truck out front, and it's a lot of fun. So uh, anytime you're around Oklahoma City, Broadway and 8th, and you want a good beer, locally crafted beer, this is the place to go. Dr uh, Keegan's drinking the commercial-free Pilsner, which has the 107.7, the franchise logo, straight on it. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty, it's my pretty. first time I've had it. Yeah, and I mean, what is a week ago you were hosting Triple M Ranch? Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, I think that was a week ago. You today. Pissed everybody off, including me, as I was trying to listen to support, and you're like, I turned it on, and you're like, yeah, baseball and baseball, and they're at one game one hundred and forty-six of three hundred thousand, and uh, the season's almost over, and you sound like a Canadian for some reason, and I turned it off. I was like, fuck this. We spoke for fifteen minutes. That was too long. 15 was too 15 long. 15 minutes is an eternity in radio. That's why that video, uh, the radio call from OSU when OU beat them in 2013 is so funny. Like, Blake Bell drops back, passes Jalen Saunders, caught, touchdown Oklahoma. And then they just are quiet for five seconds, and it's an eternity, and it's so funny. You know, Brady, I, I do, and I appreciate that we're discussing this right now, but there was a murder around. I don't know if you saw it today. Did you someone, see that? Someone got murked? No, murdered on tw on the app, on the Twitter app. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, Sir Baker Mayfield. He, uh, yes, yeah, Sir Baker decided to do the Twitter.com thing today. And I know this is changing subjects, but I'm just seeing some of the replies to this guy, the golfer, for the first time. Yeah. Poor guy. Like, so can, can, is he allowed back now? Like, does he, is he can is he allowed in Stillwater? Well, I'm sure because they're going to argue. I mean, uh, shout out Madison Morris. She's an awesome. She's an awesome Aggie. Uh, she texted me to confirm that they actually do speak or teach grammar. They do. Speak How quickly did you send that over to her? Uh, it was about like 30 minutes after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, they do s teach grammar it's st in Stillwater, and I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Whatever. No, uh, yeah, that was that was super funny. That was soups funny. It was out of nowhere, too. It was like, I was, you know, normal day, preseason polls are out, teams are out, people are fighting. You know more than me. Oh, Baker. Oh, what'd he tweet? Oh, shit. Just, just shatting on folks, man. Good Lord. I tried to find that video after OU went to Stillwater in 2015 and they beat OSU and somebody in the locker room, it was a video, asked Baker, like, so what's the story behind the uh, the mustache that he cut with the handlebars and everything? And I found the quote from Garen Emig, and that's what I ultimately, like, quote-tweeted Baker's tweet with, but I couldn't find the video where he's just like, yeah, we're, we're the real outlaws, there's a new sheriff in town. It was just so cool and dismissive. It was uh, the first time I'd ever heard an Oklahoma quarterback say something like that. Along those lines. Like, yeah. That, that, pretty boss that, direct, that directive at, a, at somebody. Pretty boss-like. Nothing Nothing will top his the week of the 2017 game. We actually, you and I talked about this like two weeks ago. So the week of the 2017 Bedlam game, his press conference was, I literally texted somebody that was in the quarterback room at the time, and I said, uh, is Baker in like big game mode this week? Like that? And he was like, you have no idea. Um, he what? made the comment that someone asked him, he goes, you guys are you know, an underdog in this game, and you haven't been an underdog yet in Big 12 play in your career. And he was like, what? It's like, you guys are, you know, two-point underdog. And he was like, we're not an underdog. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, and then he threw a pick in the first two minutes. And then he threw a pick in the red zone Yeah, at he the end of the game that could have clinched it. 
Yeah, that was that probably should that, not have gone Oklahoma's way that day. That but was odd. It did. It did. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. There was that replay that took 14 minutes where everybody. The Trey Brown targeting. Yeah, where everybody knew that this was not going to go OU's way. <laughs> I immediately thought, oh, my God, I'm going to be in the stadium. We have a recruit announcing a commitment tomorrow, Mr. Trantham. Who is that? Mr. George Fitzpatrick, offensive tackle out of the state of Colorado. Do you know the story behind the name Fitzpatrick? Do you know why I, that's a name? I do not, and I'm bouncing around right now, but that just popped up. That yes. should be more good news for you. So in the medieval times, you know, a long time ago, um, you, you know, like bastards were a thing, you know, illegitimate children. Uh, illegitimate children that were uh, conceived out of wedlock, if the father wanted to compl- claim the child, they would just put Fitz at the beginning as a prefix at the mm-hmm. beginning of the surname so that's why we have fitzgerald fitzpatrick so every oh. time you meet a fitzpatrick just say hey, what's up bastard <laughs> jk <laughs> but there's your history lesson for the day yeah so it sounds uh good news gonna continue to also come, Mr. shout out davis dunkelberger for showing up once again absolutely shout out Mr. Davis, davis. I, i'm going to encourage you to sit over here where there's shade and he's just like, screw that. He's got his awesome Big 12 b- bottle of water right in his hand. Mm-hmm. He showed it off. It's pretty cool little Big 12 tr- that trophy hat. No, they're holding the helmet up. It's the pregame hat thing. Well, appreciate yeah. you for coming, Davis, yeah. as always. Uh, we are one week closer to you being 21, so you can just get plastered here, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> that's, the, that's the enthusiasm we need. No, l- let's get right into it, Keegan. We talked about it like bare minimum on Tuesday on through the keyhole just because we wanted a few days for if any other information came out because we'd hate to like talk about something for 45 minutes and then the next day like it gets found out that this actually happened so we gave it a a day and a half to basically marinate with Mikey Henderson being dismissed from the team being involved with the incident with Seth McGowan and Trajan Bridges a warrant out for his arrest of felony uh, arrest I might add, and Lincoln and OU were very quick to uh, dismiss him from the team. So, it, of course, it seems like something that the program, OU, Lincoln Riley, probably knew about uh, once this all went down. Was this right before the spring? Was it the week of the spring game? I think it was the week of the spring yeah, game. Yeah, because Trajan didn't play. Correct. Yeah, Trajan and Seth didn't play. Um, Mikey Henderson did. Mikey Henderson did, but that was probably because he was a person of interest, but nothing substantial. So, so his, I guess this is real quick. Has he been like around the team working out as a criminal? Like well, that he, had to well have been an- anxious, the, the, right? The important thing to remember is he's not a criminal yet. See, this is all Th- alleged. alleged. You're correct. Now, uh, I think we can all f- use our brains and our logic to kind of see where this movie's going to go. But it's just important to note that uh, nobody is a criminal just yet. And that it, is very. It, that is. And very if important. we assume even further, then this whole process is broken. Correct. That's another story. I agree. W- I agree with you there. Um, I yes, it is. It's a sad situation, and I said this to you about saying, talking about this on the through the keyhole pod and on our Patreon. Is just more than anything, like I don't want to hide from anything that I say about this. And like I've even talked to some people in the last couple of days, and you know, if I basically reach, it's like if I, you know anything negative comes out, I'm like it's it's coming from a genuine place um, about this whole situation, and it's. It's just sad, man. From the just it, the feelings that you felt the first time around, you no, know, like the disappointment and the and the frustration side. But now it's just, 
I guess now it's back in the light. There's going to be more court dates. There's witness team members or witnesses to the whole deal or being asked about it. And, you know, it's just a sad deal. And it's a week out from media days where everybody's supposed to get to focus on the season. And uh, instead, uh, you know, some of the focus is going to be on this. It has to be um, in some sort of some sort of fashion. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think this will be a big story, you know, major story at a media day. Um, it shouldn't be. But it, someone will ask about it, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, Lincoln's just going to s- say what he can and say the bare minimum at the same time. And so nothing really is going to come out unless Jeremiah Hull and Nick Benito just decide to riff on the entire situation, which is probably why Nick Benito and Jeremiah Hall are the ones that are going down to media day uh, for, you know, one of the few reasons why they're both going down there. They're both great players in their own right, important and know how to talk to other people in They've a public probably setting. Are, yeah, if, if Isaiah Thomas didn't have his issue, um, I would imagine he would be down there instead of well, Benito. Sooners all criminals now. Yeah, but Thomas is fine. He ran a little bit extra. He'll play. He'll, he'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, he might get that first quarter suspension, the uh, Urban Meyer special. <laughs> first drive special. Is that the Lincoln-Riley special? Who Was it Takeo, Sp- Takeo Spikes? Was that his name? Or Brandon Spikes, right? The uh, linebacker that played for Florida under Urban Meyer, yeah, I remember. Was it was it 08 or was it 09 where they they suspended him for like a the drop the first drive and he had done something kind of that demanded more of a punishment, but you know Urban Meyer. Perry you know, on Winfrey con- got suspended for two quarters, one in each game, one time. I'm sure it was misunderstanding. <laughs> you, know? you know, he's probably late because he late to class because he was getting back from church reading to the blind. Probably. That's well, he was wearing well. He was wearing his rings on his broken fingers. Well, I mean, the, the doc said to apply ice, <laughs> and he's just following orders. Like that's what you do. The doctor said it. Mikey Henderson was set out on a hundred thousand dollar bond. Brady, I can't count that high. Keegan. That's a, it's so, a, a large number. And I've already graduated college, so. <laughs> Tredron Bridges' case is that his side of the deal is still ongoing. I believe there's a court date either this week or next week. Um, or you know later on in July, there's a there's a court day for him coming up. It's uh again a sad deal. I tough scene. W- tough scene, my dad. Yeah, and you know, and you know, I think the you know biggest conversation more at this point is about like really thinking forward, because if you, depending on who you talk to and listen who you want to listen to, some would say that this was a major loss for the 2021 season. Mikey Henderson was. Now, who the hell said this? Are we, <laughs> we going to go there? Well, you don't have to say anything rude. You can just point out who said this publicly i think it was teddy layman said that teddy layman said oh yeah bye chad love you love you so much oh we yeah. can talk about tj pledger he's y'all's new running back chad's a utah fan ah, i can't hear you <laughs> the headset cameron rising's a former oklahoma quarterback oh oh yeah technically For five seconds um yeah, I actually. Then he went to Texas. I actually listened to that thing that Teddy or Teddy said that there was a little sound bite from K Ref, and um, I think the best thing I can say is I I just don't agree. <laughs> Again, like the same thing that we were talking about when uh, Trajan Bridges and Seth McGowan got the boot was okay. Well, we know Trajan's very talented. We know Seth has some potential and showed to be a fairly serviceable back in his own right with no offseason going into his true freshman year. Um, They were essentially luxury pieces on a team that's fairly stacked and looking towards a national championship. Mikey Henderson is in that category, too. He is an absolute luxury piece, and 
he is a piece that Lincoln Riley showed last year he can play with and have a lot of success with and becomes kind of a matchup nightmare. But, again, like, it's it's not keeping OU from their ultimate goals. Like, no one is sitting here saying, except for Teddy Lehman apparently, but he didn't say these words. N- nobody is sitting here going, well, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm knocking OU down to number three to start the year because I don't know if they can <laughs> overcome these losses. It's It's one of those things, though, too, like – if you just look at the roster and look how this season's kind of being constructed, you know, a lot of lot of two back personnel with Eric Gray and Kenny Brooks, right? That's very they, apparent. They already got a new running back in the portal to accentuate the loss. And you have three H backs that Lincoln has played over Mikey Henderson already. Yeah. And tight H back tight ends. And And Mikey doesn't play as much as you would want him to if you're a fan. Like like I loved watching him play. But he doesn't block very well. Now, he could have fixed that in the offseason. He could have become better at that. Mm-hmm. But the reason why he didn't play so much last year, despite being very talented and despite being a baller, was he didn't do all those little he, – he was basically just a bigger Roy Finch. He was, for Oklahoma, he was like the H-back that comes in and you know exactly like he's getting the ball. Because whenever he was on the field – he really wasn't blocking because he Oklahoma didn't want him to block. Yeah, he didn't need to. They hid him like uh, like Atlanta hid Trey Young on defense. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's one of those things where like, don't get me wrong, as the you know jokingly said this as the leader of trying to get Mikey Henderson RB one carries at some point in his career. I mean, he just wasn't. This wasn't going to be the year he was going to play and make a huge impact. It was next season. It was twenty two. Yeah, for Henderson. And so now you now you have you know Austin Starner has a good year he's gone Braden Willis he's old probably gonna leave Jeremiah Hall old probably gonna leave even though they have a year of eligibility left and then you add in the fact that you have Jason Llewellyn and that's it the kid that's committed from Alito uh, oh, oh you should just quit uh, oh absolutely yeah. and um, I I look at it man and I say okay. Like, kind of shrug my like, like that's my that's why I'm saying like next week at media day because now don't get me wrong, the distraction side of it potential whatever I I get that but in terms of like, what's I'll say this on two fronts, Jeremiah Hall's going for media day, I'm I'm gonna go on record and saying that Spencer probably knows the plan here, like we're not Spencer? gonna Spencer Rattler oh yeah that guy. yeah him yeah he uh, Spencer Sanders will be there. He will be, yes, and he'll probably turn something over when he's down there. Oh, I, oh. I fumbled my media guide. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And uh, I'm sure Rattler's like, thanks, because I don't have to go answer five billion questions about why I'm making five hundred thousand dollars in NIL. Like, there's, they know what they're doing, and so in the same essence of like, that's a no story, that's a non-story, that's going to be a story. Like, I don't see this being a distraction. Once football starts being played and these guys are around their teammates and, you know, all, you know, all the above there, right? Like, it's all going to be back to normal. And th- I'm not trying to, and I, I said this, even from a journalistic perspective here, Brady, and you know this about me, like, if I thought this was going to be a distraction and I was going to write a story on it, I would be asking former players that have been at OU about stuff that's happened before I even, because, like, from my perspective, we had guys in trouble, not all the time, 
but we had guys in trouble whenever I was playing ball. And, like, once practice started, once the game started, or once it was game day and we got in there for BP or whatever, Brady, it's like not that nothing happened. It just wasn't a topic of conversation. Everybody was worried about winning. Yeah. You know? So, like, that's why I look at this and I say on two fronts, the whole Spitz Rattler thing's a non-story. I know <laughs> we'll jokingly get into that. Um, but I don't see, like, this isn't a non-story, but it's definitely one that I hope isn't a major one coming out of media day. Yeah, it's a story that unless there is some type of systemic problem at OU in the locker room, which we cannot, uh, I mean, even begin to assume, uh, more, it's something that we just aren't going to know anyway unless something has already happened and then we'll find out once it becomes public. But unless this is a systemic problem, it's it's a story that had a beginning, a middle, and now it's had an end as it pertains to OU. Like All three the, of them are gone. Yeah, all three of them Those three players are going to – like they're still, in the unfortunately, the middle of their story and it will have an end and hopefully for them it's nothing awful and they learn from their mistakes and become better people. But uh, at, the end, at the end of the day – uh, for OU, it's just, yeah, it happened. We kicked them off. We wish them well. And moving forward, I think we'll be fine with uh, Drake Stoops and Theo Weiss and Jaden Hazelwood and Kennedy Brooks and Eric Gray and Mike Wood. And Mike Wood. Oh, the guy you hate and the, uh, the Austin Stogner and Braden Willis and and the guy with uh, the name and that guy. So you'll be fine. Yeah, this isn't we, – we've said this. The only person that really – could have helped Oklahoma out of this deal more than likely, like win a national championship this season was Treadron. And that's even more just based off inside info, right? Like, if anything. So it's, uh, it's a sad deal more than anything. Um, I hate. Uh, I gotta hate, be, I gotta, hate Mike Woods. I gotta be careful here how I say this, but uh, have you read any of the documents from uh, that SI? That John Hoover and those guys who did a wonderful job on the story from start to finish, um, they deserve some credit. I think all the media guys, I think everybody had played a huge part in being able to put piece this thing together for the public. But not, not Ryan Chapman. <laughs> Forget him. <laughs> uh, did you read any of the documents they put out yesterday that SI did? I didn't because I, I had my fill initially sure. when Seth and Trajan went through their process sure. a, a few months ago. So I'm just like, yeah, he's connected. Cool. Yeah, it, it sounds... Again, I was going to say it's a sad deal, and I you know hate to see you know people like this piss stuff away that are this talented. But you know, it was certainly premeditated with some text messages that the police you know were able to figure out and, and overturn. Um, you know, and it's just it's a sad deal that that was the decision they decided to make. Um, and for one of them specifically, literally needed to keep his uh, act together for nine months. Trajan Bridges had nine months. That's all he had to do. Nine good months of football and staying out of trouble, and he was gone, gone, and made millions of dollars to play a game. That's all he had to do. Sucks. Sad deal. That's all I. That's all I got left, man. Yeah, in the tank on it. it. It's. I mean, the unfortunate thing is, like, just the. It's hard to even say things that we typically say when kids, young adults, that play sports, get in trouble. Like, I wish them well. I mean, they could be facing prison time, if they had, like, what. Isaiah Thomas went through like with a DW DUI DWI whatever yeah. whatever it was a warrant out for his arrest a DWI excuse me uh, shout out Davis our de facto production manager over fact Lord. checker fact checker guy um, if it's one of those like crimes that are broken which of course can be terrible in their own right because 
if you hit somebody, if you injure yourself, you know, all those things can happen. But mm-hmm. typically, it's just a one-person thing. Uh, and then we move on. And then we do wish them well and hope that they learn from their mistake because it could become a terrible, grave mistake. But with this, it's just like, I. it feels empty when I say I wish them well. Like, I wish them well as human beings, but God... Yeah. How do you bounce back from potential prison time? But that's the whole. I guess that's the whole point of the process is rehabilitation. <laughs> I thought you were going a different direction there, but I. Uh, what? What direction? No direction. The, one direction. Uh, no, just the. Are they still a band? Fact. Davis. Facts. One. They're di- not a band. And uh, no, just more about well, some two of these, th- all three of them are going to have eligibility left. It's hot as hell out it here. It is. Man. It is hot. Yeah. No. It is definitely out here at uh. Good old Broadway eighth here at Vanessa House, Mr. Trantham. But yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, that's all I got. That's all I got on this deal. I I just can't. Again, I I don't feel bad anymore for him, from based off what we know now with the information. And again, you can go read those documents on the uh, arrest warrant for Mikey Henderson on SISooners.com on their story on this. Let's put it on through the keyhole and act like that we have the information by ourselves. <laughs> well, well, speaking of kind of, I mean, we did have. In the Henderson name and all the big J's shot shot us down, but is what it is. What we did have Henderson's name at the beginning. All the big J's shot it down. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. You're a big J, Keegan. Don't, no, don't no, act, don't no, act no. Separate. Was I was I upset about Spencer Rattler today not being invited to media day? No, I am no longer Big J. Well, that's it's like the, it's like the CIA. You don't leave Big J. Big J leaves you. You're still in it, <laughs> son. <laughs> they may have left me. Actually, no, I'm kidding. We'll see if I get verified. I uh, applied for that. Anyways, there are some, there are some interesting check marks out there. They're, <laughs> they're they're handing them out right now. Well, they're handing them out, and they're not giving them to people that obviously kind of deserve them. Sure, I agree. At the end of the day, who gives a shit? I know people do, but you know, I, I if I had a blue check mark, I'd still get into your mentions in a split second and say something stupid. I Am I not allowed to be stupid on Twitter if I get a blue check mark? No. And if I get one, you're going to make it even worse on me. I know. <laughs> Don't believe disregard anything this man says. <laughs> he's a he's a liar. Oh man. Today's episode is brought to you by Christie's Toy Box, an Oklahoma City tradition since 1979. With over 15 store locations spread all over Oklahoma and even in North Texas and Missouri, Christie's Toy Box has you covered like a Jimmy hat for all your toy desires of the adult nature. It's 2021. Come on in sometime. Their website has been revamped to match the sleek and sexy style one would assume from Christie's Toy Box. It's easy to use and lends itself well to any mobile device, so you don't have to get in trouble at work and use your computer. The shopping experience is amazing, and the only thing that will bite are these nipple clamps. Type in promo code OUPOD for 25% off everything in your shopping cart. Once again, that's capital O, capital U, capital P-O-D for 25% off whatever you want to spice up your love life or your private reflection period. It's also a fun place to take your mind off things if your favorite team has one inexplicable loss a season. Gee, I wonder who that could mean. One more time, enter promo code OUPOD for 25% off online purchases. Christie's Toy Box, where the fun begins. Busy day today, by the way, on the uh, Twitter sphere, well, d- well, news sphere. Well, let's talk about the whole Big 12 Media Day fiasco. My quotes. Can't get my quotes. Shout out to Amanda, the bartender. She just stepped outside for a split second. You know, again, everybody knows the drill here. 
They're just trying to not let Spencer get grilled about things that he doesn't want to talk about at media day. And uh, at the end of the day, Brady, Jeremiah Hall's a better interview anyways. Much better. Like, thousand times better interview. So people can miss me with this whole, Spitzer needs to be the spokesperson in the face of the team, and like, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, the best, one I, the best one I got today actually comes from a very good, very good, I don't know. Did, source. Landry, did Landry ever go to a Big 12 media day? I would imagine he did. Baker did twice. But since Lincoln's took over, Kyler didn't. Nor well, you remember why? Like Jalen didn't either. You he, remember why? Yeah, it was a quarterback battle going on. Yeah, like, allegedly. Speaking of allegedly, it makes sense in theory. Like to for me. sure, if you want to be consistent with your team, then sure, you can't just. It's a QB battle. You can <laughs> Did you tell see Austin what Sooner said that about that today. What he said? Well, Rattler's not going. Must be a quarterback competition. Hey, that, going that's on. A, that is a take right there, and that has that's a take <laughs> with some evidence. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm I'm upset that I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh, there's more Caleb Williams talk. Oh, the best was still was Eddie's with the cameo thing. It's like, well, I guess I'll just pay Spencer to answer some questions on cameo. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yes. What's stopping you? Uh, nothing. Nothing. If the media want to host a, a event so he can talk by himself, they could pay him for it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um. No, this is not. This is a nothing burger. Like absolutely nothing and the fact that it's going to become something and it became one today of oh well maybe he's just not good in front of a camera kyler murray was awful if you didn't ask kyler like a question with context brady no cap wait what isn't that what the kids no say? no bs no cap that? yeah no you're right i don't have a ball cap on no anyways i uh kyler was awful with the media unless you were you asked him good questions that had good context, and I'm gonna get that sound bite. Kyler was awful, oh, and just cut it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't see this as anything more than Jeremiah Hall's. The he has earned the right to be the spokesperson, maybe not just of the offense personally for me, just from dealing with them in the media perspective the last two to three years. He's earned, I think, in general. Like, whenever I think of, like, who I would want to represent this team and what it means and what it's about, it's it's Jeremiah Hall. It's not – like, Isaiah Thomas would be the other one, right? right? But you can't put him up there. Bring Gabe Burkich. Let that man talk to the media. For sure. Has he ever talked to the media? I uh, He has, I believe, three times. What's he like? One of the more weird people I've interviewed. I fucking love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, he was he was hilarious though. Some of the stuff he was saying to me was so funny. I wrote that uh close personal friend, Gabe Burkage. No, he unfollowed me, but that was well, also during 2020. It's cuz you're not Big J anymore. No, that was uh other reasons. Did you say Gabe Burkage is trash? No. It was just during 2020. Just during 2020. I'll just leave it at that. It is what it is. It's okay. He, he still likes every time I t- say his name, he comes and finds it. So he searches his name on Twitter and finds it. Still appreciates it. Well, nice we, guy. We used, to, we used to have a patron that did that. <laughs> we did. We did have a patron that did that, that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, nothing. Nothing to really see here. It's just a whole bunch of evidence that people are just starved for college football. That let's let's foe outrage. Spencer Rattler ain't there. That means he ain't a leader. Yeah, Nora. I no, mean, he looked fine last year. 
you know, he is going to have to prove that he is improved next Wednesday. There is something to prove next next Wednesday at media day. He's got to go out there and prove that he's better on the field, more sharp, understands the playbook. He's going to prove all that if he was at media day. Well, I mean, the true test is just going to be like, what if, what if, mind you, what if he's not at OU media day? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Something would be up, Chris yeah. Spencer Rattler? No. He'll be, like, what? He'll be available what? at OU media day. Caleb Williams is there with his painted fingernails. <laughs> Badass, mind you. Speaking speaking of which, that and the black uniforms have caused c- quite a rift on the OU sphere. What? Spencer Rattler quote tweeted something about black uniforms. I don't know if you saw a tweet about that. Oh. Well... You know, they would lose more games in this season if they had black uniforms, too. Well, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, thousand percent. I, uh, I'm i still looking for, like, the black color scheme and OU's color scheme overall. There's actually a black color scheme in every college. Any sports team has black in it. Well, yeah, because black is in, I mean, right? Or is it white? Is white in every color? <laughs> I don't like, Black know. is the absence of color. I, I don't know. That's a good point. You're the history guy. Th- this is color. This is... This isn't history. I'm sure you've studied art. The Greeks didn't invent color. The study of art. Well, maybe. Yeah, I've got a liberal arts degree, so maybe I'm an artist. That was my. Uh, that's my associate's degree, liberal arts. Your associates. My associates. Davis. Davis is gonna be the smartest one here. He is. That's for damn sure. Right. Yeah. Not even. Not even close. Um, shockingly, Brady. Um, I don't. I know you didn't expect this to happen, but uh, Oklahoma was picked to win the Big Twelve today. And it pissed off Iowa State, apparently. A little bit. Because they have the most players returning in the history of sports. Uh, they somehow have 14 starters coming back on uh, offense, 17 on defense. I think they have four kickers coming back. Matt Campbell's here. That he caught guy that you love is, is also there. And all that means is great. They're going to play OU close. Yay! Well, is there a trophy for we played OU close? Define close. Is there a trophy for beating Oregon in a bowl game that they were probably like, who is Iowa State? Where are they from? And what what do they mean to do? They to did us? get a Fiesta Bowl trophy for that. Well, that's that's great, and I hope they proudly display it. <laughs> Bet they do. Yeah. I As Iowa State ever, that, that would be their that was their, yeah, that's the best win they may have ever had. I mean, bless their hearts. I'm just tired of hearing about how good Iowa State is. Like they're good, but can we move on from that? Yeah, they won't. After this year, they won't be nearly as. Is Brees Hall not going to look human when OU actually gives a damn and stops the run? Is Brock Purdy not going to throw three interceptions? Is Brock Purdy not going to throw three interceptions? I'll say this. I mean, Brees Hall in the Big Twelve Championship game was nothing because they couldn't block Perry on. I made that comment today. Like, mm-hmm. that's is he coming back? I forgot. Perry on. Yeah, yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, he's not bad. Oh. That, that puts a damper in the Iowa Nick State Nick Benito's back, champs. too. He's going to be at Big 12 Media Days. I don't know if you saw that was announced today. Nick Bonito. You see the uh, Big 12 pronounced Bajon's name, Bajon. Bajon. A, so, it'll be uh, – no, I'm interested to uh, – it's, it's one of those, like, passages, though, of the summer, right? Like, we get to the, you know, close to Media Days. We get a, a preseason – um, you know, all preseason team, we get a poll, we'll get coach mm. of the year or whatever. We'll get all the I all the fun polls. all the fun, juicy, important stuff that actually matter for the season. Oh, you had a ten on the first team. Brady, 
Nick Benito, the defensive lineman, made it as a linebacker. <laughs> Is he going to win the Buckus? Can Nick Benito win the Buckus? N- no, because he can't get enough fucking tackles. Because he's not a linebacker. No. It's the most I uh it's the most it's, it's the most dumbfounding thing. Like we're gonna do Eric Stryker, best linebacker since the Bows, if you ask me. <laughs> Dude, the this is it the whole thing that's Tor- my Torrance uh, Marshall ain't got nothing on Nick uh, Eric Stryker. I love that the fact that they put six offensive linemen because there was a tie. It's like that's not how this works. Yeah, that's too many men on the field. The They'll do five defensive linemen, but they won't do six defensive backs. Make that make sense. I'm surprised, like the Big Twelve, like the All Big Twelve team, doesn't have like a like a, a slot. What, what, what are we talking about? Like a tailback, a halfback, a uh, uh, flanker, a flanker, a wing. <laughs> We're running the Maryland Eye. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> the uh, no, I thought it was. Uh, I said this before earlier. This is the first like I had some tedious complaints. You know, like. The wrong TCU defensive lineman was listed. Like, come on, media. Like, that. They, I literally think that they just saw that Mathis probably had more numbers and was like, oh, Ochon Mathis. He's uh, the one that's better than Coleman. These votes are always fairly lazy. There are some people that take this very seriously and more power to them, and they put a lot of thought into their voting process, and that's awesome. But there are other people. The 39 like, that actually turn things in, ballots yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, there are just a lot of, like, I don't watch defensive line play. I just watch the quarterback because that's what the cameras wanted me to focus on. Sure. And then I watch who catches and runs the ball. And I don't know what a def- what's a nose guard. <laughs> Is it Indomitian Sioux? Unless, if not, I don't care. I'll, uh... Not gaslighting anybody here because it's not a gas, not anybody's take, or no, it is a take, but a gas-powered light. <laughs> I will say you have to remember that some of the thought process of these people is that learning the actual games of fo- the game of football is not important to them because they're just storytellers. Those are the people that vote on these things. Oh, man. the fiction writers like Barry Switzer used to call them. <laughs> I yeah. never heard that. Yeah, he used to call them fiction writers. He called the media fiction writers. I highly recommend you read Bootleggers, Borky, and I think you'd really enjoy it. Brady, you know I don't read books. Why not? I'm just. What's stopping you? There's not enough time. There is plenty of time. No. You just read a chapter a day. It takes you 15 minutes. That book is. You can read that thing in a week. <sighs> that's that's what. Almost two hours of time, I won't get back. If you get if you get your gig going, man, you're not going to have any time. So you need to enjoy what <laughs> you is, like the like the, is, what free time you have. <laughs> that is true. No, that is definitely true. I uh, you had Rattler made any. You have any qualms? Any oh you, oh, you guys, you were shocked didn't make it or uh, the Stogner no. thing was? I wasn't surprised why because of one tight end. But yeah, no, no. Um, Stogner has been. I mean, he was hampered by an injury. Maybe if he didn't get injured, maybe we're talking about he'd have numbers to go with it, but, I mean, it's just Kolar. I mean, remember J- Jermaine Gresham dealt with this. Who was that Missouri tight end that they won? The, oh, they I know two, who you're talking about. They had a white guy. There was another guy, like, at the same time J- Jermaine Gresham was there, and that those Missouri tight ends would always get the All-American nods, and Gresham wouldn't get it. He wouldn't get Mackey Award watch list, like, uh, like the final three, because you got to give it to one of those Missouri guys because they get hyped up by Missouri. Missouri's good. Chase Daniel only throws checkdowns. So, okay, this is this all makes sense. We're Jermaine Gresham was the 2008 All-Big 12 first-team member at tight end. All-American. Oh, All-American? Yeah. But that would also have been the Missouri. Maybe it was 2000. Was Gresham good in 07, too, or no? Uh, yeah, he was really good. He was 
that was the year that he kind of broke out. Like Sam just loved throwing to him. I think he had what eight or nine touchdowns in 07. Then he had 15 Make, or 16. We might be thinking could of, not uh, could not be stopped. Oh, here's Orange one. Ball. Martin Rucker is that was that a name? He was second team in 07. Brandon Pettigrew from Oklahoma State was the uh, Brandon Pettigrew, 2007 at OSU. Yeah, yeah, it was the 2007 first team All Big 12. God, I can't remember who the kid was second team from uh for that's 07 was the martin rucker kid from missouri so um is that who they named rucker park after <laughs> probably no that's not katie dropped i hate to break that against, to you against grocery baggers and it's one of the most legendary youtube videos oh, of all time. oh he, he's he dropped 40 on a stock guy he did he did he did he did um you know i i look at this like week until media day like i don't know it's just weird right like this is you said this on yesterday or two days ago like this is that weird like week and a half of the off season where it's just kind of like there's we're just all, nothing we just all kind of put our hands up in the air and is like well what is there to talk about well we have uh oh he's like not so fast i'll give you something to talk about we're <laughs> kicking this guy off too <laughs> uh, please n- inquire no further <laughs> Oh, Brady, you crack me up. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I what so you had the media days, you had the me, you had the media poll, you had the preseason team announced. You have uh you know, the only other couple of things that have had happen the last couple of days. We talked about the NIL situation with Miami and Oregon on the Patreon pod. Let's keep it for that because I'm, I'm there was some there was some details that we've said in there that was probably not good for public consumption. Well, it's it, both things can exist at the same time. I can be very happy for the kids to have finally the the right to make money off of their name, image, and likeness. Like, that that's that's so stupid that that's never been a thing. Getting paid by the university, sure, that that's another hill that needs to be climbed, and it will no doubt be climbed at some point. Like, they're going to get paid. It's only a matter of time. But that's a separate conversation. This is not a semi-pro league. They're making money off the field for their on-the-field exploits. Mm-hmm. So, like, they've got a gigantic following on social media. They, they get a spotlight on them. So, yeah, Keynes is like, give me some of that. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, quite frankly, I'm a Slim Chickens guy. Oh. When I, when I used to eat fried food all the time, when I lived in Norman, Slim Chickens was the shit. It still is. Yeah. It's up there. So good. So, so good. So, so, so good. I got another. I mean, there just hasn't really been, you know, the Baker thing, there just hasn't really been a whole lot. Like, I know that we're, I've been going over a bunch of teams and um, doing a bunch of studying over the last week. I've uh, really been able to get a lot done, but it's just one of those weird times, you know. It's that sprint to the finish line now and with the off season, It's a couple weeks until full camp starts. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited, man. And it's not just because of, like, the potential Oklahoma has at all this year, but just in general, like, outside of the Big 12, man, I'm expecting so much parity, like, so much parity. I mean, I don't like. I'm not sure Ohio State's a clear-cut team, like the dominant team in the Big Ten this year. I'm gonna parody this crap. Like, I'm so tired of, like, what parody? Like across the country? Well, I think that like the SEC at the top's gonna have some parody out behind Georgia. Like, I'm not. I'm not sure Alabama's the clear-cut number two. You know, maybe I'm crazy there. Because of A&M. Because of, I think just all the factors. You know, like I don't know who would be the number two, but. 
I don't think the distance between Alabama and the middle of the group there is wide. I mean, look at the ACC. Like, are we sold on Clemson? Because I'm, I'm sold on them being a 10-win team. DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, no. I'm sold on them being a like a 10-win team, but I'm not sold on them, you know, being a national championship winner this year. No, I mean, so I think I think outside the Big 12, like I, you look at the how the schedule sets up in the Big 12. If Iowa State, I'll, I'll, let me ask you this: If Iowa State didn't have Oklahoma State, Texas, and TCU at home, would you be a lot less confident in them? Because like that's the that's my only holdup. They get Iowa and those three at home, and like. <laughs> I know. That's exactly. Please beat we Iowa. We hope they beat Iowa. Yes, we're no, begging them I mean, to. Iowa State's schedule is not why I think they're going to be good. Like, it helps. I think that that kind of leaves, okay, there's absolutely no excuse this time. Yes, absolutely. There's no excuse this time. Uh, getting OU on the on the road for them, of course, that's going to be an uphill battle. They're probably going to lose unless OU just falls off the face of the earth or gets injured a lot. Knock on wood that that doesn't happen. But, I mean, the, it, Iowa State's just, they're good. They're a good team. They're not better than Oklahoma. No, they're not. They're not as athletically talented, capable, slash whatever, as, you know, as silly as it sounds as a Texas. But the problem with Texas is we have no idea how good Hudson Card is going to be. Casey Thompson is not good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what he did against some Pac-12 team that used to play in the Big 12 in the it who didn't gives a have shit bowl. Like four starters on defense. Yeah, I, I don't either. care. I don't care. How many times did Tom Herman's teams look good in bowl games and then shit the bed during the season? A so, lot. Every year. Four times, Davis, with the fingers, the facts. Yes. That's a fact. Don't don't refute it. Unless uh, Ian has a thank piece to write. No, he uh, he was all aboard the Spencer Rattler is probably not the leader I think he is today because of the... Well, I mean, he's got to think of something because <laughs> his whole thing this offseason is, well, OU has too much talent, right? They, they can't possibly make this work. <laughs> uh, it's just not going to work. It's the same shit we saw when Kevin Rant went to the Warriors. Oh, there's just one basketball. This seriously can't work, right, guys? And they won two titles and were uh, an Achilles away from winning a damn third. Oh. Hell... Clay Thompson doesn't tear his ACL. They probably still beat Toronto. Probably. So I'm sorry, Ian, but I do appreciate the hustle of like, well, that that doesn't apply anymore because he's lost three luxury pieces. So now there is room. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Spencer Rattler Day. It's is he just like writing stuff to just hope that it comes true because he's a Texas fan. I th- think and, there's something to that. And look, here, I respect it, Ian Boyd. I respect it. I, hopefully someday I do something important enough I- on purpose, mind you. <laughs> hopefully I, I write something profound or say something on a podcast profound enough that other people don't like it enough to talk about it. So, I mean, I respect it, but my word. It's like he's writing fan fiction and praying to God that it's true. So his- if you say it and you will it, his, It'll happen. His other take right now is that he thinks I can't believe we're, I'm even giving them time of day on this one. Oh, we can talk about him. I'm sure he's an adult. He is. Um, he thinks Hudson Card's going to be the second best quarterback in the Big Twelve by the end of the year. I mean, did we not see the the, the speed and the agility in the Alamo Bowl in the spring game? Oh boy, was he the one who threw the grenade pass? No, that was Thompson. That was the uh, that wasn't good. No, I uh, I I have a I, value. I have a value. You know this, I, and you've heard me talk about Hudson Card, and then actually think that he's got a chance to be a pretty good quarterback. I think Sarkeesian, quite frankly, is the second coming Charlemagne. <laughs> he's going to unite the Holy Roman Empire, I, <laughs> one win at a time. 
Oh God. Um, I uh, I, I look at what Ian's saying though, and it just doesn't make any sense. So, and anyways, it, I it I'm makes s- sense if you remember he's a Texas fan. Like I say crazy things too about like, oh, you can do this, and then you don't say oh, that yeah, kind of d- you don't say that kind of crazy well, stuff. Well, that's just because I just assume everything's gonna go wrong. Like I I, I'm a pathetic person. I'm a, I live a sad life. We're we're both miserable human beings. I've established yeah. that about me. So that's that's for damn sure. I uh I look at I look at it though, man. I've you've heard this. I've evaluated Hudson Card in person. I mean, it's just inconsistent arm talent, you know, and like he can make all the throws, Guys, but he doesn't make all the throws all the time. He's going to be the second coming of Chance Mock. Just watch. I don't even know what would be a good comp. Like he's a fast, he's a fast quarterback, right? No, he's he more look, of a, he's he, more of a he's athletic. Okay, but he's not. He he is going. You want him throwing in the pocket. I mean, he he's he's going to be a quarterback that. Are they going to clone Bijan Robinson? No, but they did get the uh, kid from Bama, though, who's pretty good. Keelan Robinson, we've talked about. So, it's uh, – they'll be – again, the the biggest thing here is their offensive they're, – they're not going anywhere as long as that offensive line is the way it is. And they can be, they can be as convinced that that's ready and that, you know, they're going to be able to get it ready or at least to a point to where they can compete and maybe make a big toll title this season. Um, I'm going to go down a quick list right here, Brady. Uh, Khalid Duke, Kansas State. Really good edge rusher. Will, Will McDonald, one of the most underrated. In farm, I, he's at Iowa State. He may. Old McDonald, man, he St- uh, still doing it. Talented. Trace Ford, Oklahoma State. Kahari Coleman, TCU. Nick Benito, Oklahoma. That's five teams that t- that Texas is going to have to block on the edge. Well, and uh, well, the good thing is like none of these four or five star recruits on the offensive line that they're recruiting, they didn't actually want. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So that's a good thing. Like they're they're doing what they need to do. You've been on it's. I know we're getting closer to the season because you've been on fire today, just all day. I'm all for being a fan and thinking the best, but I just prefer you stick to reality. Oh, for sure. I I this is this is why. Like if I got into recruiting, I would act like that, (laughs) and I actively don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to have my day ruined because Kamar Wheaton's a weirdo and decides I'm going to go to Alabama. I'm not. I'm not going to have some my day ruined people, some because people like to get hurt like that. You know. I'm not going to have my day ruined because Jace McClellan realizes Bullware is a charlatan and says, "Screw this, I'm going to Bama." <laughs> that did happen. Yeah. So I look. I I don't care. <laughs> like if they sign with OU, cool. That's great. Help us win a national title. If they go somewhere else, they're good. They're going to make millions. Cool. I'm happy for everybody. Until they play OU, and then of course I wish them ill will. Not not in terms of their health or mental capacities. I I got I got nothing else for you. You've got nothing else for I got nothing else for you That's here. A damn July podcast if I've ever heard one. By but the way, I think we're coming up if if we've not already hit it, might be after Big Twelve Media Day. Uh, we're coming up on a year anniversary that you've been a part of the Inside OU podcast. Hell yeah, I think so. Did you do you remember if it was before or after Big Twelve Media Day? I was. Uh, I think it was after. We were recording them whenever I was in Red River. So that was after it was like right around that time. So I started the pod early June, late May. So it's probably just over a year right now. But when we really started doing two a week was around this time. Yeah. Yeah. I was still doing the pot. The the, uh, I was still doing the live chat once a week. Yeah. The uh, that was around the time last last year in 2020. If we can step back in the time machine. 
where like the first few pods we were like, oh yeah, we could probably see about 75, 80% capacity at the stadiums. Like everything's going the correct way. And I think we've gotten a handle on this. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, I think this, yeah, we were melting down at this point last year because they had just we're canceled. We're not going to have football. They just canceled Big 12 Media Days. So, yeah. No, no, not good. Not, not good. Shout out to Vanessa House. Broadway Nate. Good beers. Good beers. Good beers. Good beers. Also, I will peddle the Patreon one more time for the zillionth time and we'll continue to do so. And, guys, I'm telling you, get on board. Before the season starts, because we're going to be a well-streamlined machine putting out OU content left and right basically every day. And it's just $4 a month or $5 a month if you want everything, including Keegan's film reviews. You've got access with those. You've got all the film. You've got all the YouTube videos I've done. You've got the blue chip stuff. You've got a scholarship chart. The blue chip stuff's being updated Yeah. as we as we speak over this weekend. And uh, you get you get access more than more than just some f- some f- videos. You get uh, you get all the stuff in, in coming together. But we also like the thing. The thing I was wanting about. to uh, encourage people to go listen to on Patreon will be dropping on Saturday. Keegan and I, or mainly Keegan, it was his idea. Uh, we're going to do our game by game preview basically every set. Like we'll record it during the week, put it out on Saturday, just as if it's the game itself. Of every opponent OU is playing, except for Western Carolina and Kansas, because we don't have time yeah, who gives, to, to who try and find somebody. Anyways. Like, bless the heart of the person who covers Western Carolina, but I bet they love their job because they're doing what they love, and that's the important thing. Uh, but we talked to Derek Peterson from Hale Varsity, covers Nebraska. He's covered Nebraska basically since they've gone down the shithole. So direct all your hate towards Derek Peterson, Nebraska fans, if you listen to this pod. Uh, but we had a fun conversation uh, with Derek earlier today about the state of the program of Nebraska, what this game is going to mean for them, and if Nebraska can basically ever come back to where they were from where they are now. So a lot of fun stuff. I pressed Eric a little bit. It was a it was a very I don't I I don't, I don't know if like therapeutic is the right word to say. But I think for like it was sobering for me, like just to hear him talk about Nebraska football, like it's just sad. Yeah, it's just sad, man. So, no, I'm excited for that to come out. I'm excited for uh, we got to get a Kansas State person for next week and continue to do it and continue to lead up to the season. And we'll have uh, we'll have all sorts of fun stuff. We've still got some still got some tricks up our sleeves. Try to get some bigger guests, some bigger names, and get ready uh, get ready for the season, man. Get Tom Osborne's old bones, roll old bones on over here. <laughs> On podcast, it's a podcast. As as I said today, you know Scott Frost ain't getting fired as long as he's alive. So, I'm not going to make a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't say that. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Inside OU. Shout out to Davis for showing up. Shout out to everybody who listens. And hey, as we get closer to the season, we're going to start encouraging some uh, listen parties here, and we're going to try to. Figure, we're trying to figure out ways to make it interactive, make it fun, uh, maybe some drink specials for everybody uh, as we get closer and closer to football season. But we'll let you know when we know. Until next time, everybody, Tuesday through the Keyhole Patreon, Thursday next week for Inside OU. For Keegan, this is Brady. Boomer Sooner, and we'll talk to you later.